Um, yeah, let's go. So, hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of Chatter. Today, I am here with Marcel Kalinovic, Boss Blunt, CEO, and the Butcher of Wall Street, man. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Josh. It's a pleasure. No problem. Appreciate being here. Yeah, I mean, I'm here in my, my, my living room, my new flies, and the most bare background I've ever recorded in front of, but we'll get there. Some, something nice behind it at some point, I'm sure. <laughs> so Put up one of the fake backgrounds behind you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I always they always distract me. I feel like they, they look do. weird. <laughs> they do kind of kind of look weird, yeah. It's like I, I don't prefer to use them personally either, but for some people it works, you know. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you always you got your Johnny Bravo with fire explosions in the background everywhere and guys like that, you know. Oh yeah, well, I mean, my old room I used to have a massive poster of Jimi Hendrix, so I mean, it's it's kind of a step down no matter what I go for. Yeah, <laughs> at this point, you know. But um, anyway, so. Oh. First thing I want to ask is like, where did you first come across GameStop slash AMC? Just like the meme stocks, for lack of a better term, because like I, I'm writing a book. I don't know if you know, I'm writing a book about GameStop and the the GameStop story, and I'm now I've having delayed the last three months of writing because I'm sort of waiting for things to settle down. I'm now in a point where I'm like, right, okay, Josh, enough procrastinating. <laughs> So where did you first hear about, about this, this absolutely wild story and what, what made you pay attention? I think it was actually in January when GameStop started moving up really quickly, you know, not long after the Capitol building issues. Uh, so it was pretty clear that something insane was going on. And for a little bit, I wasn't sure what to think. You know, I, I kind of had to look into it a little bit more. But uh, I had recently purchased a home, so I was out of the market. Uh, when I was getting back into it immediately after the January GameStop and AMC, you know, runs, uh, I was playing in crypto and things like that. And one of my friends told me, you know, hey, you need to look into you know, AMC and GameStop a little bit more because this is what's going on and kind of explain a little bit of the basics to me. And then I just started doing a little bit of my own due diligence. And uh, I just kind of fell into a rabbit hole that I, made me realize that uh, the entire financial system is out of control, sadly. Uh, it was a lot of things that I already knew. Uh, as far as the market manipulation, but it was definitely a, a whole new level of uh, a whole new level of of proof of the manipulation that's occurring in the markets uh, through a variety of ways. You know, mainly the synthetic shares, naked shorts, and and dilution that occurs on the stock market. You know, every single day. Hmm. So, like, of all of the things that, because I, I talk about this a lot with my best friend, actually. So all of the things that of all of the the sort of like pieces of this puzzle, what makes you like most sure that we've like stumbled on the greatest hedge against the financial crash that ever existed? Like what makes you the most confident about it? I wouldn't say there's a one thing specifically that makes me the most confident. I think it's it's most definitely Everything combined, the, the combination of issues that have occurred on the financial markets since, you know, before 2008 ever happened. And the fact that the only reason our markets are where they currently stand is because of the quantitative easing and the artificial printing of money, the hyperinflation that's been created by the Federal Reserve in order for them to continue to print more and more money and further bail themselves out in this, you know, infinite money glitch. Uh, and we've reached kind of the point of no return. And the same thing 
you know, bodes for the stock market and the Federal Reserve's printing of the U.S. dollar uh, when there's nothing left to support it and there's no more easing that can happen. You know, even after they've already said they've, they've stopped easing, they continue to push. For example, last month, there was a $130 billion worth of purchases of assets uh, for the Federal Reserve. So it's uh, not so much a singular issue, more so a conglomeration of problems in monetary policy and financial markets and the stock market specifically, uh, as well as the amount of manipulation that is allowed to occur and all of the self-reporting that is allowed to occur on heavily shorted stocks. So what do you think the, uh, actually, before we go there, is there anything on the total opposite side of that question that is that makes you doubt the thesis? Like, the, the, yeah, basically the doubt that these companies are incredibly, incredibly heavily shorted due to, yeah, all the reasons you've said, synthetic shares, naked short selling, um, yeah, share rehypothecation, the, the, the failure to deliver cycle, like all, all of these, these things that sort of add up to this theory that there's maybe like two, three, four times as many shares, if not more, of, of, of like, yeah, of GameStop and, and AMC in circulation. Like, is there anything that sort of makes you doubt that that's the case? I don't have any doubts. You know, there's never been a situation. Again, I'm not a financial advisor. You know, I've been investing in the markets uh, for you know 18 years or so now, and there's never been a situation in which I felt there's never been a situation in which I felt more comfortable with my money uh, than there currently is with AMC and GameStop, for example. And some people kind of uh, got into it expecting it to be a very easy, fast process, but anything in the stock market that's worth doing or in, you know, in life that's worth doing is worth taking the time to do properly. And, and it's often going to take longer than expected. So I personally don't have any doubts. It's not an if, but a when for me. And that's, that's it. You know? Well, I'm not going to argue with that kind of optimism. I love it. <laughs> I'm hoping you're right. I really am. Is there levels of manipulation and things in this, you know, on the back end that could go wrong, you know, and, and things like, for example, brokers going position close only in January of 2021? Yeah, absolutely. What would happen if that were to happen again? I could see millions and millions of people doing things that the government would be very unhappy with. So I am not sure if that could happen again. Mm. I if mean, that makes sense. yeah, no, I, I hope you're right. I mean, I, the class action lawsuits alone would just be... Uh, For example, look at London Metals Exchange, LME. They reversed 5,600 nickel trades. Nickel traded between $50,000 and $100,000 a ton for a brief time period, and London Metals Exchange reversed only 5,600 trades, and that was equivalent to around $6 billion worth of equity that was stolen from those traders that had made those successful trades and given back because they were reversed to the ones that lost that money, all because a rich Asian guy that had connections with the Hong Kong markets who owned London Metals Exchange got margin called by JP Morgan and couldn't meet the margin call to the tune of tens of billions of dollars. So JP Morgan, London Metals Exchange, 
all colluded in order to reverse those trades to prevent that margin call. Now, what do you got? You got London Metals Exchange shutting down silver and gold futures trading because there's absolutely no fucking open interest. Now, part of my language, but nobody wants that. Nobody wants to trade on that trash. What do you think would happen in the New York Stock Exchange if five, six, seven million people had trades that were reversed on AMC and GameStop? I wouldn't be surprised to see if, you know, the pitchforks came out and the financial markets, you know, lost generations of investors. So I'm not really sure what's going to happen there. Uh, but it's definitely a sticky situation for banks and market makers to, 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 to cause any further issues than they already have. At this point, in my opinion, the only, the only way out for them is a full reset. In order for that to happen, they've got to you know, have companies like Melvin you know, go out of business and get liquidated and, and such in order to close out their short positions on AMC and GameStop and 100 other meme stocks. I'm just looking at, I've just pulled the, the article up for people who are watching here um, about this. And you, it's, I didn't even know this had happened. You would have thought this would have been like absolutely insane if this, if like some massive, massive like market had decided to just revert, reverse and cancel orders. It's yeah, mainstream media doesn't cover it because they don't want the, the average investor to know about it. You know, we've been shouting it for the rooftops since it happened. And now the majority of investors have just said, you know, screw that. Like, I, I have no interest in tr going to try to trade, you know, uh, on the on this market with LME uh, if they're just going to reverse my trades if I make money. So they, they're, they're going to be shutting down soon, in my opinion. And as a matter of fact, another thing that a lot of people don't know is that Crypto.com also discussed reversing trades of Luna, I believe. And it ended up after about 24 hour time period. They came out and said that they're not going to reverse those trades after all. I think uh, you know a lot of people were tweeting that uh, you know they could see a, a similar situation going on for Crypto.com with all of their you know retail investors fleeing uh, and them having to you know also shut down uh, due to that fact, kind of like at London Metals Exchange. So I, I don't think that it would be good for any of the banks or market makers to do it. Is it possible? I guess anything is really possible, right? Yeah. So someone, someone here is claiming that um, the, the, a technical glitch in their mobile app was allowing people to escape. Maybe this is even the same thing. But apparently it was showing like prices way above where it, sh it should have. People were closing out trades at like far higher prices. And then they talked about, re then they did reverse all of those trades based on their own fucking, oh, wow, based on their own mistake. <laughs> it's crazy, the shit that's going down at the minute, man. Like. Yeah. Do you ever just look at, at the news and just go, what the fuck is going on out there? Like and on the news, you only really see what they want you to see. So you've got to take it with a grain of salt and look a little bit deeper for sure. And that's that's the interesting thing, you know, when you see and speaking of the news, you know, when you've got guys like uh Ken Griffin coming out on Bloomberg and basically saying that retail investors are at fault for Melvin Capital losing billions and billions of dollars worth of teachers' pensions funds on AMC and GameStop bets. Uh, it's kind of uh, goes to show that retail investors are really making a big impact. And that's the exact same thing that was happening with Griffin and the mainstream media, you know, bashing on 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 retail investors and calling them dumb money in January and June of the last two run ups, uh, which occurred, in my opinion, due to executive orders from Presidents Trump and Biden. And that same executive order is coming into play here on June 3rd of 2022. That is probably, in my humble opinion, 
going to cause very similar reverberations throughout the market as it did during the January and June run-ups of AMC and GameStop and a hundred other meme stocks. Okay, you're going to have to go like, which executive orders do you mean here, man? Because this is not something I've heard of. And I've been deep in well, this stuff. Executive order 13959, for example, I could pull it up on my screen if you'd like. Three, nine, five, uh, that's nine. from President Donald Trump. And it basically states that Chinese military company collateral uh, around 35 companies would become worthless on January 28th, 2021. And we all know what happened with GameStop and AMC on January 28th, 2021. They were up two, 3,000% uh, year to date at that moment. Uh, then they were extended through May 27th. This executive order 13959 from Donald Trump was extended in January by President Biden uh, through May 27th, 2021. And on May 27th, 2021 was the day that AMC moved up, uh, I believe, from uh, $12 to $18. And this continued through June 2nd. On June 2nd, 2021, AMC ran up to $77 and change. That was its all-time high. Because on June 3rd, while the market was closed, Biden issued an executive order 14032, I believe. I'll pull that up. And basically, that was just an amendment that added more companies and extended the executive order 13959 by a period of one year. So on June 3rd, those guys got a massive bailout. And I actually do have it right here. So I'll pull it up so I give you accurate information. Anybody that wants to can go look it up on their own as well. That executive order was 13959 originally on January 27th. I'm sorry, January 28th and May 27th. And then on uh, June 3rd, 2021, there was executive order 14032 addressing the threat from securities investments that finance certain companies of the People's Republic of China. And what that does was it gave market makers and banks and hedge funds this collateral back, these 35 Chinese markets, sorry, Chinese stocks from the emerging markets, they were now valid collateral on the stock market again. Uh, so that lasted a period of one year and it goes into effect again, June 3rd, 2022 of this year. What? That means that- June 3rd. Oh, like. Yeah, June 3rd. Also, in addition, I forgot to mention that on February 16th of this year, 2022, the US Treasury made an amendment to this order and added another 35 more companies. So now there's about 70 to 75 Chinese companies that are going to be completely worthless collateral right. on June 3rd, 2022. And usually that means margin calls because that's what it meant the last two times, January 28th and May 27th. It's rumored and alleged actually through a, an article that was posted on January 28th of 2021 uh, on mainstream media that somebody from the White House actually reached out to Virtue financial the market maker and told them to uh basically halt trades and go position close only on amc and gamestop that's the same day of the executive order uh, that basically you know destroyed this military collateral um the same thing goes with uh you know may 27th and again basically there's a five-day time period from or six days from may 27th through june 3rd in which the stocks continued to trade and, and trend higher because this executive order made that collateral useless. So that meant that they were getting margin called and delta hedging every single day. So closing out other assets, 
FangMat stocks, for example, and putting that in crypto and putting that money into, you know, AMC and GameStop and Delta hedging for out of the money call options. And this caused a gamma ramp and fear of missing out from retail and, and further increasing of the stock. But the reason that it stopped and some people want to blame, you know, um, some people have a lot of different blames, but in my opinion, the real reason that the stocks stopped going up and these guys got back their shit collateral was because Executive Order 14032 on June 3rd, 2021, gave them another 365 days to have this collateral back before it comes back into, uh, into effect and removes all of those companies again. And like I said, now there's over 75 companies on this list. Uh, and it's... Uh, I think we're going to have a repeat of January and June, except this time, because China's invading Taiwan practically, they're not going to back it up. They're not going to cause, they're not going to continue to push it back. There's no fucking way, in my opinion, with China having leaked audio of actual officials discussing attacking Taiwan and United States forces in the region in the South China Sea. There's no way that they're going to extend this executive order because it would be like Biden giving out, put, put, rolling out a red carpet for China to invade Taiwan. If this executive order were to be extended. I didn't know no. that there was leaked audio of, of Chinese officials saying they're going to invade Taiwan. I'm just just fucking checking this out here right now, man. You're fucking. Yes, this is this is unbelievable education I'm getting here. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that, but that's I try to keep up on all of this stuff so that because I, I want to know I what's going on next with my advice with my investments, man. You know, and I'm sure you do as well. You know, everybody does. Apparently not. You're schooling me here. This is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> The, That's what I'm here for, my yeah. friend. That's why they called me the butcher of Wall Street. So here it is. Go to fucking work. Dindia.com. Chinese plans to invade Taiwan. Yes, sir. It leaked was leaked audio. just a few days ago. There's dozens and dozens of Chinese officials uh, on site. And now, as of about two days ago, China is forcing all of their officials to divest themselves of outside property and equities. So Chinese uh, oligarchs cannot be sanctioned in the way that Russians were and Russians lost over $300 billion to, to these sanctions. Uh, and Russia and, and China is not about to have the same. So President Xi Jinping oh, has been actively watching the situation and is told, has made it illegal for any Chinese official, their spouse, their family, their kids to own equities outside of the United States so that they can't be sanctioned when they invade Taiwan. What? Mm -hmm. So they're not allowed to. Oh, they have to sell it off. They all have to sell it off right now. There's no choice. Wait, hang on. So did you mean that they can't own equity outside of China, not so outside of the United States? Right. No, not outside of China oh, because okay. they don't want it to get taken, you know, so in the European yeah. markets and the American markets, et cetera. So all those Chinese uh, rich people that are officials or brothers or sisters or cousins or wives, maybe not cousins, but wives and, and sons and daughters yeah, yeah, that's of officials are not able to continue to hold American stock. So they're all going to sell off all their stock and treasury bonds and anything else that they might have, real estate properties, yachts, anything they can't bring to China is going to get sold off with a quickness, I might add. And uh, they're not going to get sanctioned and lose billions and billions of dollars the way that Russians did. Holy shit. So like we're watching that. Didn't expect to swear so much on this one. It's unfolding. <laughs> yeah. So we're watching, we're watching it unfold yeah, before we're, our eyes. We're, so we're literally seeing them prepare prepare for sanctions as if they're about to do something so unbelievably okay. awful that they're expecting these this right and so, the game that america's playing right yeah so but like can, can i go back a sec just to make sure i've understood the whole the whole the whole 
yeah, Chabang here. So then what you're saying is that, that China, sorry, that the US government have, have basically declared all of the, this, what, 75 companies you said now just to be completely worthless and that they cannot be used as equity or collateral or they just, it's just like, as, as far as America is concerned, that money has just evaporated, right? Well, the executive order is going to, yes, is going to basically make those companies untradeable. Okay. So while in theory, they're still going to maintain their value. I'm sorry, I shouldn't even say that. While in theory, they may maintain their value in the future, uh, most likely in the short term, all of the banks, all of these banks and institutions are going to divest themselves of those stocks before that happens. But the problem is that it's it, that's not what happened. They didn't divest themselves. And that's why January and June of last year, there's a Financial Times article where Vanguard and BlackRock stated that they own hundreds of billions of dollars worth of this emerging markets ETF shit. So we, we know that they haven't sold off all of it, especially because uh, they BlackRock just began selling some of it off last month, and they only sold off $370 million worth. This means they still have billions and billions of dollars worth of this junk Chinese collateral uh, in their stock market. And it's actually, they're decent companies probably to some extent, uh, but because they're related to Chinese Communist Party and military and technology companies for, you know, in China, uh, that is a national security threat, according to the administration, just in the same way that Russian companies were and were sanctioned and were removed from the stock market, uh, they're going to be untradeable, you know? And so people's, people's call options, people's put options are going to go completely worthless. You know, you know, a lot of futures contracts uh, on those stocks. And then the shares themselves will most likely lose a lot of value either before, during, or after that time, especially if there's any sort of market crash. Wow. Okay. So then what happened you're saying in January and June, and then you're predicting it's going to happen again, is that these become worthless. The whatever institutions are holding them start to get margin called. And mm -hmm. then they start uh, dumping other positions. Maybe they're forced to close out um, some of their short positions. Um, maybe they're like buying call options or like trying to inflate the price of whatever options contracts they have in order to, yeah, like make like yeah, stay afloat. And basically, you're saying that this is just like the 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 Tinder at the at the base of the bomb, basically. I absolutely believe so. Like especially. Uh, the thing is that right now, most oftentimes they're not actually hedging for the call options on AMC and GameStop, but because of these executive orders and the margin calls that are, in my opinion, uh, undoubtedly going to go out to, for example, BlackRock and Vanguard from the DTC, they're going to have to recall shares of heavily shorted companies in order to meet margin requirements as well. So it's either recall shares or sell off assets, and they're going to want to recall their shares first. That means that hedge funds and market makers and broker dealers are going to have to come up with shares that they don't own, specifically market makers and uh, you know hedge funds and broker dealers that are front running the trades, you know from uh, dark pools and retail investors. They're going to have to come up with with billions and billions of shares that they don't own. For example, BlackRock alone owns uh, forty million plus shares of AMC. Uh, that are lent out to companies like Citadel and Virtue and, and many others out there on the markets as well. Uh, and, and when they 
when they start receiving these back and when these actually start getting purchased in order to Delta hedge for some of these calls, uh, it, it causes, uh, you know, and, and they have to purchase them as well to return them to BlackRock or Vanguard. Uh, the, the, the price starts to go up and then market makers and hedge funds, you know, will Delta hedge even further because that puts more calls in the money and which is basically a gamma ramp and the gamma pushes up further with fear of missing out from retail investors and so on. And I don't want to get into the exact details there, but I, I would presume that that's exactly what we're going to fucking see. Massive, massive margin calls and, and a short squeeze of a, of, a, of a generation of a lifetime, probably because I uh, don't, don't, this is the kind of thing that only happens every few hundred, hundreds of years, basically. So are our entire financial class completely stupid and illiterate? Or are they absolutely 100% aware of what they're doing? So, sorry, they're 100% aware. I thought you were talking about the majority of retail. Sadly, no, the majority no. of retail investors are uh, unable to understand the the financial policies and, and the financial markets to any extent. Yeah. And it, it causes and, and basically there's too many bulls out there. Uh, and the banks and, and the Federal Reserve have perpetuated the notion that the market will always be going up and have eased for entirely too long, printed entirely too much money. And there's no other way out from here, in my opinion. Sorry if I'm, uh, you know, taking sort of a tangent here. Uh, but basically, the way that it's looking uh, for all of these guys is that this is the only resort here, and they know exactly what's going on. They're purposely setting up uh, military and federal employees' funds to be locked up from a period of May 26th through the first week of June to the tune of almost $900 billion where they cannot withdraw those funds uh, due to a system change uh, that they're doing. Uh, so that means that almost a trillion dollars of liquidity will be locked into the system uh, for financial, uh, for basically for market makers to make sure that they've got some sort of uh, bag holders and money in there uh, to circulate around. Meanwhile, uh, the Federal Reserve and, and and these other banks tend to you know, sell off. So there's a very good possibility uh, that we see a, a market crash. And I hope to God I'm wrong and that this video ages very poorly, but there's a very good possibility that we see a market crash here in the next three weeks or so with the fact that the uh, TSP accounts will be unavailable and inaccessible for two weeks, as well as in the United Kingdom on Jan uh, June 2nd and 3rd, our, our holidays, Queen's Jubilee, uh, so those markets will also be closed. And it's also a, a Chinese holiday. So Hong Kong markets will be closed. So all those investors will have their liquidity and their funds locked into the stock market, no matter what's happening in American markets. Yeah, well, God save the queen. Four-day weekend. Oh. Try not to get patriotic about that, man. Uh <laughs> 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 Basically, I think they know exactly what's going on. And I think that they're setting it up to possibly happen within this time frame to make sure that they've got millions of bag holders and trillions of dollars in liquidity locked in the markets as it happens. So like, hope I'm wrong. What is, the, I'm confused as to how the money can be locked up if it's a holiday. Surely the market can't crash when it's not open. Well, the UK and the London markets and stuff might be closed, but here in America, those banks 
okay. for example, like here in America, when when our stock markets open, the, that money will still be in the market makers and hedge funds and banks' possession. Uh, that means that they won't have to worry about you know those people withdrawing their funds and, and financial runs from millions and millions. Sorry, I should just say billions of people in Europe and and China at the same time. And then America as well, because the TSP accounts are, are United States federal employees, postal workers, and military personnel. So military, for example, if they're if they're invested in AMC and GameStop indirectly through one of their funds that they're in, uh, through this, the, it's basically like a four hundred one k or an IRA that's that's sponsored through a BlackRock, run by BlackRock. They're one of the largest asset managers of the thrift savings plan. Um, and and Quite convenient. Yes. And, <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry, also, he agrees. BlackRock about it. Yeah. Hey, come on, chill. BlackRock stated last week that uh, they were considering uh, putting the thrift savings plan in Chinese markets. So they were considering investing the thrift savings plan as of last week in Chinese stocks. Right. It was on Fox News. That seems completely it was on Fox News. fucking bonkers. Why do you think they're doing it? I would suppose because they have a good idea of this June 3rd executive order because BlackRock and Vanguard told us on the Financial Times verbatim and quote that, you know, they were, you know, going to comply uh, with any any sort of executive order and continue to comply. You know, that's what they told us last year when it was happening. And I'm sure they'll tell us the exact same thing this year as it's happening, as millions of people are losing their investments. Looks like they've been trying to do this for ages. Or at least they tried a couple times like they, to, to, to. They've been planning to, it. It seems it's it's yeah. weird. So, like, to what extent do you think this war is 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 like a distraction from from like the other financial chaos that's about to be unleashed? Like, is this? Do you think that the U.S. government are are? No, this is incredibly speculative. But do you think the U.S. government are attempting to preempt the anger that's going to take place post crash? by yeah driving us straight into war i'm not sure but i will say that people didn't seem to care so much about paying a little bit more for gas if it meant helping people in ukraine well Does that makes sense um, yeah yeah but i mean i'm not really 100 percent sure that that's definitely the case that may be the narrative but I'm yeah, not sure area. that that's really what's fucking going on. If you, if you yeah. like, I'm, I'm really not Where? sure. Yeah. Take your time there. No, no, no that's all right, man. It's a dog. I was doing a podcast the other day. He's and, uh... angry. Hey, hey. Yeah, it's a good retreat. Don't I had someone, uh, I had a cat interrupt a podcast the other day. Just plopped himself right in front of me. It's like, thanks. Thanks, Max. But <laughs> no, the um for example, like just to, to kind of touch on the subject that you just mentioned, you know, I don't necessarily know if they're nipping it in the bud, for example, but I do know that we're sending billions and billions of taxpayer dollars to Ukraine and we don't really know where it's going, you know, like, like who who's getting that money and who it's helping. Meanwhile, Americans are getting the middle finger. <laughs> like how how sustainable do you think that is, man? Because like the, the, the government in the, in Britain are, are in the middle of doing the same shit. So like when we're recording today, it's it's Monday, so this will be out on Thursday. So hopefully like the whole thing hasn't completely blown up by then. 
But uh, today there was a, a, a photo came out, and I don't know if you've heard about like it's called Party Gate because everything has to end in Gate. Oh, right? yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So today there was an, a, a new picture that came out of like, yeah, Boris Johnson at the party, like glass in hand, the table covered in fucking booze. <laughs> and, and, but it just feels like, like there's other disdain for like the people and the laws of the country they're meant to govern and like the principles upon which a government is meant to be there is like you know to serve the people um it seems like that and obviously there's there's always been that kind of sense from politicians that maybe they're a bit better than us or you know they they deserve to rule or however you want to fucking look at it but like it feels like the the the, the level of like disregard for any sort of like any semblance of of caring about about the people or any sort of just like idea that they might not just be out for themselves and not only just for themselves but to fuck us all and at the same time like the, is this getting crazy it's not just me right it's getting more brazen it's definitely not just you it's uh the, the issues that we're seeing are 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 more clear day in and day out and the the distractions are definitely there you know i think a lot of people should be seeing them on mainstream media you know uh and, and all over the news you know there's millions of people watching the jenny depp trial and nobody's watching what's happening you know in, in our markets for example you know they just see the price at the beginning of the day they don't realize the market you know, was down at some point, you know, three percentage points and it ended up flat at the end of the day. You know, they're not seeing the volatility in their in their investments and in the markets because they're just not paying attention. You know, they're looking at the, all the wrong places uh, because unfortunately, you know, BlackRock and, and major corporations own, uh, you know, major banks own the majority of our mainstream media. And it's it's a it's a nasty narrative. We, we see a lot of craziness, uh, but only the craziness that they choose for us to see. So we've got to be very uh, selective uh, on what we're what we accept you know from them and 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 think as to not only what but why they're showing us what they're showing us you know and what the reasoning behind it is and in part i think that's why uh you know blackrock uh was on fox news a couple of days ago you know telling us you know in, in the the second or third week of, of may to tell us that thrift savings plan was going to be possibly invested into chinese stocks you know that it's, there's a lot happening there and uh, pieces of information are usually released uh, slowly in, in order to be able to, you know, not necessarily give people an idea, but after the fact to be able to state that, uh, you know, the mainstream media was trying to look out for people. So it's a sticky situation with, with these guys and uh, we're in for fun times, my friend, in the very short term. Yeah. I mean could be boring you could be sat in some cave in the 1700s couldn't you <laughs> that's true <laughs> or some farm in like bumfuck nowhere like so is the is the game up is this because like i see two conflicting theories on on like what's going on in the markets i see people saying that you know this is like the yeah the, as you've said like the, them running out of of anything to do is just like they they've printed so much money and they continue to do so because, like, there is no other way out until it all collapses. And then I see people suggesting that the crash is intentional so that they can buy everything up at rock bottom prices. 
Like, do you give any credence to that theory? See, right now the Fed and... I don't specifically sorry, even mean, sorry, the government. Mean, I mean just like the financial elite. Again, I hate that term, but like, you, you know the kind of groups of people I mean. Yeah, it, it makes sense. Uh, at some point here, the, the narrative must be controlled. You know, the they're not going to go down. Like, let's say the elite are not going to go down losing tons of money. They're going to find ways in order to put uh, standard, you know, regular retail investors funds in these markets and keep their own money, plain and simple. Like the, these guys are not out to lose their funds. For example, like BlackRock keeps buying up homes at massively, massively inflated prices. And the Federal Reserve continues to quantitative ease, even though they said they were going to stop to the tune of $130 billion last month. So they know what's going on here. And at some point when these markets do crash, the Fed is going to have to bail out the banks and the prime brokers, and they know it. So they've got a quid pro quo going on. So in the meantime, they continue to rack up assets of all kinds, stocks, real estate, properties, land of, of all sorts, any sort of tangible assets, silver and gold, et cetera, at any cost. And they'll continue to do so because they know when the time comes to bail out all these short positions, not just on AMC and GameStop, but I'm talking about silver, gold, mortgage-backed securities, commercial mortgage-backed securities, credit default swaps, uh, everything, everything that's happening right now in the market. There's going to be an absolute implosion to where all of these too big to fail entities uh, from you know Citadel and Virtue to prime brokers and broker dealers are going to have to be bailed out in order to prevent the entire financial collapse. And that would destroy the status quo, which would mean that the government would lose a lot of their power without the stock market. Therefore, they cannot allow it to happen. So the stock market will likely crash. And I do believe that the Fed will uh, intentionally set the timeline for all of these prime brokers and banks to let the bottom drop at a given point uh, in order to move on and move forward with the financial system as a bit of a reset, because like we've said before, all shorts must cover, all shorts must close, all positions must be closed out eventually. You know, And that means that a lot of these bad bets and derivatives of these toxic derivatives are finally going to come to light and show their face to the tunes of quadrillions of dollars. And it's going to shake the global, the global economy, period. And, and many, the, the thing is, sadly, that because it is it is, it is planned, not because they want it to happen, but because it must happen. So in my opinion, they're going to line it up to make sure that they leave retail investors as the bag holders and make sure that they maintain their, their power and, and status. So I kind of agree with both, both sides of the coin there. I think they're kind of both accurate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely some sort of big reset or large significant reset or great reset maybe the great reset might not uh, i wonder why they keep talking about it right the world economic forum just keeps going on and on about the great reset and have been telling us about it for a decade or so now for a reason do you remember it's, it's, do you remember build back better yeah build do you remember back that Beijing? nine months ago build back <laughs> yeah. better you remember that like where the fuck yeah. are the buildings like <laughs> that didn't go well at all <laughs> no but legit like you know, even eat right. Okay, I hated the fucking slogan. I hated the fact that the term went from like crazy conspiracy theorist term to being banned on Facebook to being used by all the leaders of the fucking like yeah. G7. 
this that that phrase has been on a bonkers ride, right? <laughs> but then, like they were like, "Oh, we're going to make everything better. We're going to make this new world post COVID," and and it's like, "Where the fuck are the? Where's the investment, lads? Like, like where <laughs> where's is the that hobby? world? Right? Yeah, like, and there's not it's not like I'm." There's no one else remember the the build back better shit like six months ago probably even less you could probably find quotes or like people talking about it and and we just all accepted that it's all gonna fall apart like it's insane i think it's reflected in his uh you know in his poll numbers at this point like he's got the lowest approval rating we've seen in, in many decades it's it's sad it's sad it's a joke most popular president ever man i don't know what you mean <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he got the most votes. Um, unless you ask Dinesh D'Souza, right? Um, but the, so um, I know you have to go here in a few. So I want to ask uh, a fun question to end with. Um, so have you Anything, seen man? any of the aliens are totally real uh, hearings in Congress this week? Yeah. Isn't it uh, also convenient timing that they bring that to the people right now? What like, like how 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 deep are you going here? Are you saying was it operation is it Operation Blue Beam? Isn't that it? Is it Blue Beam or Blue Book? What's the one where there's gonna be a fake holographic alien invasion? Like and that I'm not sure. I haven't looked into that one, I'll tell you that much. Like, it seems like a like a like a very easy distraction, you know. This whole the, the whole aliens at this very moment uh thing. And they've been talking about it or keeping it silent for so long. Why come out with it at this point? You know, it, it's just another, another, uh, you know, in my opinion, a point of fear, of, you know, capitulation, kind of keep people in check here and that they need, we need to be protected by our government, our military from not only other countries, but also alien invasions. So it's, in my opinion, just a further push on the, you know, United States military agenda. Yeah, here, let me show you this. Let's um, see. The Project Bluebeam. So here it is, baby. Project Bluebeam, a conspiracy theorist about a supposed project whose purpose is to create an artificial second coming in order to control people. So yeah, I think it's the, the, the depends who you ask. So this is from 2008. This is way back in the day. Um, but wow. yes, yeah, so the, the theory is that there's going to be either like a fake like alien invasion or a fake second coming or something along those lines in order uh, to, you know, take over the world. Something like that. <laughs> Nothing surprises me anymore. I guess they instead they just decided to go with, uh, you know, the Cerveza sickness and, and, you know, nuclear war with other countries to, to keep everybody in, in fear. But I, I don't know, man. Uh, the aliens right now just seems to be very awkward timing for no reason. Now we're talking about aliens, you know, not you and I, Josh, but I mean, you know, the Congress yeah. and whatnot, like there's nothing better to be discussing right now. Yeah. Well, I've, you never know. Maybe there's something. <laughs> no, but I, I think you're, you're probably, you're probably really not far off in, in terms of like the fuck is going on. Um, it's, it's a weird world that we live in right now. And for some reason, my camera's not showing on your side now. Well, that went well, but, um, still good. <laughs> you can still hear me. So it's fine. It's still recording. Yeah, yeah. So don't worry. But anyway, um, yeah, on that very crazy note that we decided to end on, like showing the depths of my, um, getting high and watching conspiracy theories. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank you for your time, man. Like this was ridiculously educational and, um, terrifying in equal measure. 
Thanks, Josh. I hate to be <laughs> so pessimistic, but a lot of people fail to realize that it's it's more a realistic look at at the situation and less optimism or pessimism, you know. And uh, the, my optimism for heavily shorted meme stocks has come from the realities of the financial markets and the global economies and you know, the shutdown of, of nations and, and destabilization of, of, of China and the United States and everything in between. So I, I appreciate you, Josh. I, I want to thank you for letting me be here. I, I hope that, you know, people don't think that we're all of, or we're negative or we want, you know, bad things to happen or people to lose their investments. It's quite the opposite. I think that's why both of us are talking about this so that people can get a, can do their own homework and due diligence and, and kind of figure out for themselves what the best thing is to do financially uh, for their, their future and their families and their coming generations. So thanks so much, Josh. I truly appreciate you for having me. Thank you. Yeah, no problem, man. Pleasure. So yeah, enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks everyone for listening. Check out the links in the description below for everything we talked about. Thanks for making it all the way to the end of the podcast. If you want to leave us a comment, that would be awesome. Please like, share, subscribe. And if you're listening on Apple, please leave us a review. Until next time, thanks for listening.